Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Welcome to episode number 27 of Inbound Sales Journey. We are into season three now where we are beginning talking about different objections that you guys have asked us to go over. In last week's episode, we addressed whether or not people should be blogging from these different teams that you're selling to, how many people need to be involved, basically what's the internal resource commitment. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about The objection that we hear different clients give us, which is, hey, we're more of a traditional market. I'm not really sure, or I don't think that our clients are shopping online. So I'm not sure if there's a fit here with inbound marketing. We're going to talk about how we approach this objection here and and how we take people through that. So great. I'm going to kick things over to you first to get your thoughts. And then if there's anything that I feel should be added, toss it back over to me and then we'll wrap up. Cool. Well, Ryan, I think that this question we got this question a couple times, and one of the things that was interesting to me is that a couple times that we heard a variation of this question was from folks who are in the European market. And one of the things that has been interesting and has come out of our experience with Do Inbound is just kind of a greater understanding of the general attitude towards inbound marketing. And I didn't realize until we got started, there's this sense, at least that I've heard from a lot of folks who are especially in Western Europe, where Europe, the general business climate is a little bit less or maybe more risk averse, less willing to take risks and try new things like inbound marketing. And so there was this idea that inbound marketing is blowing up in the US. And now, of course, it's also exploding in Europe, but it's taking longer to catch on over there. So this is something that was interesting to me to hear this more frequently from folks who are in that market than here in the States. But this is something that we still hear occasionally, not as often as I used to hear it four years ago. But basically that objection of, listen, our business is old school. Our customers aren't online. Our clients just don't find us through the internet. And what's funny to me is that the leads that we've gotten that say this are always, I can't think of a single example We've never done cold calling, but I can't think of a single example of someone who hasn't been an inbound, well, either inbound or a referral lead who has said this to us. So that's always interesting. Like, okay, well, why are we talking then if you don't think that this can help? And and usually the real answer is they came to us looking for a website or saying we want to present a better image. And the conversation kind of goes to, okay, well, what's the goal of that? But it's always funny that they... You know, when you try and connect the dots between you want to present a better image and the goal of that maybe would be lead generation or, you know, upselling current clients or whatever that is, how those seem to be somewhat disconnected. Anyways, all that to say, when we get that prospect who says our customers, they don't use the internet or they're old school, you know, we're selling to 50 and 60 year old people in industrial manufacturing or whatever the vertical is. I mean, I think that the answer to most objections is to ask questions, but just ask them, okay, so how do they find you right now? And figure that out. And then just, you know, they find us, it's all referrals or all trade shows or whatever. And just say, let's assume that you're right. Give me a real life example. And then what I try and get at is, you know, hopefully that they're telling the truth the first time. 
uh, not hopefully for you, but but I mean, in a lot of cases that that does happen, and they can give you an example of somebody or a number of folks who didn't find them online. And the question that I asked the follow up there is, after they heard your name for the first time at a trade show booth or wherever you were, what did they do after that? What's the first step that they take? What do you do after you hear some new service provider's name? Before you got in touch with me, what did you do? And I have the analytics to show that you went through seven to 15 pages on our website before you downloaded something or before you got in touch with us. I think the goal here to not have this become a combative situation, not necessarily combative, but just where they are turned off is just to act like a consultant and find out what they're telling you, find out if what they're telling you is true, not as a salesperson with an agenda, but just as someone who's a consultant. And my approach is just, and this isn't fake at all, but just genuine curiosity. Is there really a market out there where people don't use the internet? Like, I found something new that you're, you don't have any audience members who use the internet. And then if that's the case, if they can justify it all the way until then, you're at a point where you're making a decision like, okay, this person really isn't a good fit for inbound. And don't be afraid to tell them and just share as you're being curious and learning this, share with them. I'm not trying to sell you something if you don't need it. So just help me understand that you like whether you do or don't. And I'll be honest with you and just say, yeah, this is a good like this isn't a good fit for us. But also ask the question, is this where the future is going? Are you positioning yourself to be a leader or are you going to be a laggard in the market and be trying to catch up with these other folks two or three years from now because you haven't invested the time and built up the digital footprint and the digital capital to capitalize on the opportunity that's out there? So that's generally how I answer it. Obviously, there's a lot, you know, that conversation goes on for a while. But I'd say really shortly, just be curious, ask about real world examples. And the other thing that's at your disposal is you can always ask them, could I get in touch with a handful of your customers and just find out about this? Or we could send a quick survey, like we could find out about the types of behavior that these people are doing. I don't know if it's, if they're still convinced that their shoppers aren't online after quite a few conversations, like at some point, I think before expending too much effort, you just decide, listen, this person doesn't really want this that badly. Is this the person is the decision maker? How many other decision makers are involved? Do they all believe the same thing? If they do, why bang your head against the wall trying to convince them so badly? At the end of the day, it's their business. You want to help, you want to help them come into the 21st century and grow. But if they're completely closed off to the idea, just say, like, let's talk when you think differently or you think the market has evolved or whatever. So that's my approach, Ryan. What would you add to or modify from that? I think you hit most of it, Gray. This one, you know, you mostly hear this from people who are kind of stuck in their ways. They've been doing something the same way for a while. Most of the time that I hear this is not, you know, hey, we're looking for obviously about marketing help because they're not convinced it works, but we're looking for a website. And I even, Gray, kind of share with them a little bit of our evolution as an agency and why we don't just do websites anymore. Because we got our start as a website design agency, but what we found was, okay, if you're going to make this investment of the website, but you're not convinced that people are going through the process of becoming a lead and wanting to at least have that system in place to to bring them through – what does your website really matter? You know, if you don't think people are using it. And when talking with them, I usually try to find out as well, who are your biggest competitors and what are they doing? And maybe I'll take some time and I'll do a little research and kind of see what their presence is because they might think that no one searches online and it's an old school market, 
because that that's not how they get leads, which sounds like silly. You know, you would think that they would just be able to associate that, but that could be just what they think. Hey, we still get some leads through trade shows and stuff. But I think the other thing you said great too, and what I usually talk about is future-proofing your business. So if you don't think that's the primary way, and we do some research and we find out you're right, that's not as relevant in this industry, which is, I think, harder and harder, almost impossible in 2016 now to find that. But that will not be the case for much longer moving forward. And do you want to be the first person that's breaking through this way? Or do you want to be the person that is still behind on that front? But, you know, great. Every time that I've come up across this personally, someone says this, I'll ask for their competitors. I'll go out and I'll look at their competitors and guess what I see? I see eBooks. I see blogging. Typically, it's the competitor who's bigger and better than they are, right? Because they're a little bit ahead of the curve. And so I'll bring that back to them and I'll say, hey, look, I know that this is how you feel, but you have this other company. This is, and they're going to know, you know, yeah, I hate those guys, you know, (laughs) right? Those are the guys that are bigger and better than I am. But, you know, there's a correlation between your marketing efforts and what you do and, and where success comes from. So that's usually what I'll do as well. A little competitor analysis off the bat. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, cool. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode right there, Ryan. If folks would like to access not just the answer to this objection that we've shared here, but the answer to a bunch of the other common objections that we've run into selling inbound services and you want to get them all in one place, you can do that by going to doinbound.com slash objections ebook. And there you can, can download a PDF where we've compiled everything into one quick archive. So you can grab that with links to the podcast episodes, but also has kind of a shorter form summary of what the answer is. So you don't have to listen to us babble for, for uh, however long it would take you to get through all of that. But you can grab that kind of in bite-sized chunks and use it as a little handbook as you're going through the sales process. If you run into those objections, which are the ones that that we hear all the time and have heard from other folks that they're running into. As always, you can grab the show notes at doinbound.com slash sales journey. And next week, what we're going to be diving into is, I think this is a great objection, Ryan. I'm really excited to talk about this one. But how can you, as an agency, this is an objection coming from a prospect who you're, you're trying to sell to, how can you be successful without experience in my industry? So how can you come in and market my business well when you haven't worked in my industry yet? And I think there's some elements of validity to that, and I think there's some good answers as well if you're trying to break into an industry. So I'm excited to dive into that next week. And until then, have a great week. Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash salesjourney. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash salesjourney. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and subscribe? Make sure you leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.